stop to take a ride on the MCT. Funko Pop. Hey guys, do you want to go to Lambert's? Big Ben. I'm married to the Huntress. J Money. Just pop the mic money. It's time for the MCT. Ladies and guys, guys and ladies. Alrighty, what's up guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dudes Podcast. We're a little bit of a mess here today. We're going live, Greg Walden, oh, on Facebook. <laughs> We're live on YouTube. We're live on my Facebook channel. We're live on our local churches. Nice. Facebook feed. We're live on YouTube right now. So we're live in multiple places. We're the modern Christian dudes, dudes talking news, sports, and God. So that's we probably don't have it all dialed in, but you know, we're trying to get back to because that's all the rage right now, okay? Is not just you can't just be a podcaster, you have to have a video podcast. Yeah. Everybody really, wants everybody wants really to see your cool. mug. <laughs> so anyway, there we go. We're dudes talking to you, sports and God. It's been a few weeks. We've been uh as always, I torture myself and love to be extremely busy in life. So our church is in the middle of a little bit of a remodel project once again, as I'm always renovating. And that's what Jesus does, right? He's always renovating. Yep. He's always changing the lives of people, things. So I don't know. Anyway, we're doing that. So we're trying to get back into the groove of the Modern Christian Dudes podcast. So we thank you, all of our friends, family, people that watch. And if you don't watch us live on the video, you can do that. Or anyway, we're getting it out to multiple places. It's already, if you just search Modern Christian Dudes, you can find it anywhere, anywhere online. So there you go. How you doing, Funko Pro, Greg Walden? Oh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Do you have an epic rant for us to start off the show today? Oh, I don't really have any rants okay, today. Okay, I have, this could potentially be the dumbest question I've ever uh, said or thing that I process here as I uh, try and work with my microphone. There we go. Um, I need because Greg Walden, you have I, w- I want a Mountain Dew right now, but you, you're a tea guy right over there, right? Yep, got it. you have the big tea right in front yep. of you. Here's this is a little bit of teaology I want to enter into the study of tea. Okay, so I hardly ever get tea, but I, the other day, where was that? I was grabbing some lunch real quick, and I had a soda, and then on you know I refilled it up on the way out. I'm like I'm gonna get some sweet tea today because that's what yep. you do. Even in Southern Missouri, you're getting in the South, you become a tea drinker a little bit. Yep. So I get the tea, but why is it? I, I like, I can't figure this out. Why does tea not ever get really cold? That's, that's a mystery. It's like the, have you noticed that? Yeah. Right. You can, you can fill up your whole glass with ice. Yeah. Put the so- Coke, whatever, Diet Coke, whatever you might be regular. And it gets cold instantly. Right. Yeah. You do the same thing with tea. I filled it up lots of ice and like even an hour or two later, it wasn't like super cold. I wonder if like tea is a natural antifreeze or something. Yeah, that's true though. Right. It's not, it's not just me. Right. Is it? Yeah. I, I, well, I, I put my, I put tea in the fridge at work, especially when I go to office and I'll put tea in there and by lunch it'll be cold, but it don't take long for it to get warm again. Yeah. And then like it, Anyway, I know you could freeze it. Obviously, going to freeze at some point. But there you go. That's my rant the other day. I was just sitting there drinking tea, and I'm thinking about Greg Walden because I'm like, why isn't this tea getting super cold? And then by the time it was super cold, it's mostly water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get, shoot, come on, give us a message. Help me out with this, guys. Why does tea never get super? cold? You should only get tea in a bottle. All right. Well, I, I don't like tea in a fountain. 
We're in the middle. We're, uh, is this technically summertime right now? Is it was this technically not not summer? officially until June twenty first. June twenty first or summer. June twentieth. But I'm having a good start. I've been to yeah. the lake three times. I've got out the inflatable paddle boards. If you guys have ever been on those, my family loves inflatable paddle boards. I still yet to have to get on the bike, um, but I have gotten in the water, which is I love it. Nice. I'm a lake guy. Are you a lake guy? Not really. I'm not much of a swimmer. Okay. I, like I love bike. to swim. Love the paddleboard, love all of it. So I don't know if you have lakes in your area where you're checking it out. but And the water has been pretty good so far. I like cold water, but anyway, I'm going to have a great summer. It's so been far. pretty warm lately. It's, it's a, I mean, it'd be a good day to go take a dip. Yes, absolutely. It's starting to heat up here, yep. southwest Missouri. That's the one thing I hate is I hate the the blistering humidity when we get into that. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's not going to be like last year where we, that was you bad. know, where once it hit June, it stopped raining for like three months. Yeah, that was not good. That, that's, I hope it doesn't repeat what it did last year. So my boys, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was driving the school bus the other day and I get back and there's no AC in those things, the big ones. Oh, and man. I'm so hot, you know, <laughs> and what I have boys, nine year old yeah. boys. So what do they do in the moment I want to walk in the door? They want to go outside and play. I'm like, dude, I'm torched guy. It's <laughs> not happening. So. I was like, this is the only thing we're going to do is we're going to go out inside and play. I'm going to, I'm going to put my swimsuit on and you just stand there. You just hose me down yep. and they thought it was great. So I just stood there and they just were blasting me with the water hose <laughs> thinking it's hilarious. And I was actually refreshed and enjoyed it very, very much. Hey, so. Best of both worlds. It's a win-win there. All right. So let's kick it off there. You got some stories for us, Greg Walden, Funko Pro, Greg Walden. Well, I got a nice. Outside uh, of Joe Biden falling down. Well, well <laughs> I just took my story. No, no, no anyways, uh. Now, here, here's my first one. Uh, this is something uh, like an office prank. Um, yeah. You go into your office, whatever you know, with your coworkers, and you switch the N and the M keys on the keyboards. And then later on, they may, some may call you a monster, but others will say you're a nomster. Okay. So someone did this or no? No, it's, it's a bad that. dad joke. But, okay. uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> but now you switch the M and N key. I'll say someone call you a nomster because they so used to, you know, the M and N being mixed up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Best prank? Are you a prank person? Do you play pranks on people? Uh, we don't, not too many times, but I, I do remember this one guy, uh, oh, it was about oh, back in the mid-2000s, I was working up at the Command General Staff College up in Fort Leavenworth, uh, Kansas. And um, this guy, If you listen, Greg Walden yeah. is a, a veteran. Thank you, yeah. Greg Walden. Oh, thank Coming you. off Memorial Day. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> so this guy, he's a real, wonderful brother guy. He's a, he was an associate pastor at his church up there up in uh, Kansas where he, where he uh, went to church at, but... He's a well being. We got along real well. We good friends. We talked about God a lot at work and stuff. But we he, he was we we not play jokes. He he leave his computer logged on. You know he just walk off go to the bathroom or something. Leave his computer. Oh. Um, he didn't log off his computer. He just left it. You know anybody can get on it. This could be bad. So yeah. So one day he goes off and leaves his computer unlocked. So we take what we do is we took a picture of his desktop, and then we hid his icons and made that picture of his desktop his actual wallpaper on his desktop. Yeah. So then he gets back and he's like, "My icons ain't working. I'm clicking on them and there's nothing happening." There's, okay. yeah. And you're like, "Like, oh, maybe you should call a help desk." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, it comes comes to mind. There's a guy named I'll give him a shout out. I'm sure he doesn't listen to the show. A guy named Larry Reed. He was in a like senior executive associate pastor when I was a worship pastor in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But he was older, not technologically savvy, if you will. So the younger guys, there's two youth pastors, myself, we'd like to play pranks on him. I remember one time we sent him, at the time you could send a text message to someone and they would open it up. If they open up and it would say deleting contacts, 
uh-huh. like in a, have the scrolling bar that is deleting all of your contacts on your phone. So we were at like a serious, like kind of pastorally meeting for the district or something like that. And he's over there and we're sitting there and we send him the text, you know, and he, he opens it up and it's like scrolling, deleting contacts and everything. <laughs> and you can see him. He's like, oh, oh man. And his wife, his wife name was Karen. Is like, oh, Karen, what's happening? <laughs> so, anyway, we thought that was great. And then I didn't partake in this one. I wish I would have. But basically it was when Barack Obama, was it Barack Obama in, who was he going against his first term when Barack Obama uh, came? John McCain. McCain. Yeah, I think it was Barack Obama, John McCain, basically because that church has a part of. And yes, as as we openly confess, we're kind of right wing, right wing Christians, if you will. So basically, we're, you know, not a, I'm not an Obama fan. You're probably not either. Nope. <laughs> but anyway, so they took a bunch of Obama signs, you know, all the campaign signs are up. And in the middle of the night, they went and took a bunch of, I guess, stealing. They stole a bunch of Obama signs from other places, yards, etc., and then just put like a hundred of Obama signs in the associate pastor's yard. So when he oh, woke up the next morning and walked out, Goodness. his yard is littered <laughs> with Obama signs. Now, have you ever had one backfire on you? That's the question. Have you ever had one backfire? Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. The one that I had backfire is there was one uh, at the time called sticky noting a car. So basically mm-hmm. you would just go and take sticky notes and just plaster someone's car with sticky notes. Same associate pastor. We did this prank too. Okay. So we, in the middle of the night, Late at night, we go to his house. We sticky note his entire car, and he's the t- he's the type of pastor. He's going to come into the office next day and be all mad and like start raging on everyone. You know, like who did this to my? So <laughs> we go to staff meeting that week, and we're wa- we're waiting for the moment, right? We're like Pastor Larry's going to go postal on everyone, and we're going to laugh, and it's going to be a great time, you know. So nothing, nothing, no anger, no fits of rage. We're like, man, <laughs> uh, and all of a sudden it hit me. I'm like, wait, did we did we go to the right house? Uh oh. So come to find out, we went to the wrong house. Oh, boy. Out in the wrong car. So imagine that dude. He's raging at the oh, office the next day. He's going, he's going postal on all his uh, co-workers. Like, who did this? And all his co-workers <laughs> like, are like, oh, what are you no, talking about? we didn't do it up wrong. Yes, you did. Oh. I'll so. tell you, the funniest one ever backfired on me. Me and uh, uh, we had a co-worker. He, he's kind of a nervous guy. Well, nice guy, but he's like a really nervous dude. Like, like really nervous. And uh, so uh, we basically made a conference call because he had his own classroom and I was in a classroom next to him. And uh, we put all of us, all the, the VoIP phones in his room on conference with our mind fund as the master. And so mm-hmm. he'd be sitting there and we'd just pick like a random beep sound like beep. And then he like, you can hear him walking. What's, what's going on here? And he'd sit back <laughs> at his desk. Beep. <laughs> I mean, we just had him going crazy. Then he come into the office and like, man, there's some, there's some weird beeping noise going on in class. I'm like, oh, I don't know what it is, man. So you go back in there, beep. And so we went on it, and it's like, well, we, I told Ben, like, maybe we should go tell him. Maybe we was messing with him. But he had already left for the day. Uh-huh. I was like, so we was calling on his phone. So we called him on his phone to let him know he was a, we were just messing with him. So he's like, we had phone dials. He picks up, hey, this is John. Oh, hold on. I'm getting pulled over. <laughs> I got pulled over being on the phone after nice. we called him. I'm like, oh, great. Now he's going to get it. I said, yeah. And Ben's like, is he going to get a ticket? I'm like, knowing John, yes, he's going to get a ticket because <laughs> yeah. he's a. I- <laughs> maybe i think i've kind of grown out of the pranks a little bit you know last prank not a big prank like the other day i was my wife's scared of bugs so i was underneath a shelving unit in our garage we're all cleaning out together as a family and then i just started acting like i was being attacked by spiders and she like goes screaming out of the garage and that was pretty funny but 
Getting less and less of her. I don't, I, yeah. and like, I don't like, I like, I'm on Instagram. I don't like the mean pranks. Do you know what I mean? Saying that are like pranks that are kind of funny, but then there's these pranks that are just rude. And yeah, yeah. Like invade people's space. And yeah, I'm not the, yeah. Disrespectful. Well, the, clean, the clean pranks where it doesn't hurt nobody. Just, yeah. you know. But again, what's obviously that old, some what's people. What's that old school show? Um, Candy Camera. Like, what's yeah, kind of cute, yeah. funny. Those are good pranks. So there you go. All right, guys. We are Dude's Talking News Sports God. We are in the sports season. We're in the NBA Finals. We haven't really talked NBA Finals or NBA basketball on Modern Christian Dudes for quite a while. It was looking good for my L.A. Lakers there, and they got pounced in the Western Conference Finals by the Denver Nuggets. And now it is now Game 2. Game 2 just completed last night in the NBA Finals. It is currently one game to one game. Denver Nuggets versus the Miami Heat. No one probably expected this NBA Finals. Oh man, well, it's like, not going to be the highest rated final. Well, remember the uh, Celtics almost. You know, they were Celtics almost pulled one, but then they lost that last game. But. Yeah, many people were hoping Lakers Celtics because the Lakers made it to mm-hmm. the Western Conference Finals. Celtics made it to the Western Conference Finals, and they have a storied history as both those franchises have gone back and forth throughout the decades yeah. in the NBA. Which I just subscribed. I don't know why I don't know why I did this. I did this. Oh, I know why I did this. I did this because I wanted to watch the NBA Finals. But I I subscribed to there's a package 40% off right now, Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN uh-huh. Plus. I had to get that so that I could watch the NBA uh finals games. Yeah. And uh anyway, on ESPN Plus, there's a 30 for 30. They do these 30 for 30 documentaries, ESPN, and they have one called Celtics Lakers Best of Enemies. And it's actually pretty good if you're looking for a good documentary there. So I don't know. I think it's probably going to be the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets have never won an NBA championship. So Having a I do like the Miami year. Heat. I do like yeah. the Miami Heat. Pat Riley, president, Eric Spolstra, head coach. I like the organization. I like the team. So this is a year where I will be happy with whoever yeah. wins either one. Good. So other sports news, which we haven't talked about. I'll get your hot take on this one real quick. Is that, guess what? Patrick Brady. Uh, Patrick Brady. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> well, I just married them together. And I had a Joe Biden moment all at the same time. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine. Wait for the comments. Jo- Joe Biden, we're making fun of you. I can't imagine what I'm going to be like when I'm 80 years old, stumbling, bumbling, falling over all over the place. Patrick uh, Tom Brady is now part owner of the Oakland Raiders. How about that? Oh, wow. No one who expected that. So anyway, the big talk is, though, Jimmy Garoppolo, they just signed Jimmy G in the offseason. Now Jimmy G is hurt. Oh. Desperately needing a quarterback to step in for the Oakland Raiders. Will Tom Brady come back once again? Yeah, I heard, I heard that last uh, this week where he was like, no, I, I, I'm not coming back to football. Yeah, and then you see you see the you see the image a uh, specter of Tom uh, Brett Favre behind him. <laughs> I, I think he needs to shut it down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like listen, times and seasons in life, y'all. Okay, we have times and seasons, and then we move on from them, and we yeah. never return. I think this is kind of the moment for yeah. He had his Tom he had, Brady. He had his he had his run, dude. He he got divorced. You know, just recently. Family's kind yeah. of messed up. Let's let's put football aside. Let's focus yeah. on you got, you know, family's really matters you know, in life. Family is more important than 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 football. I mean, you gotta take care of your family, man. Yeah. So I think those are kind of interesting things that are happening in the NFL right now. NFL's a little dormant right now. NBA is gonna be wrapping up. And then we truly do move into kind of the dead season of sports. Well, Patrick Mahomesman, he's he's back he's playing baseball. He actually threw a, a no no uh, he actually threw a uh no no sight uh 
a strike a, a out pitch or somebody. He, he, he okay. You know how he does that? You know, no no look throws. Well, he yep. did a no look throw and actually got somebody out. Ah, and then he also hit a home run too. Maybe he'll play for the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> sure, becoming quite popular nowadays. Yep. Anyway, what else stories you got over there, Funko Pro Greg Walden? All right, here's one for you guys. Um, this is this is weird, and this okay. is probably weird why, story. Yeah, this is a. How we're not in the right business, you know, like, why am I make, why am I working my butt off for, why I can just do some dumb art and make a lot of money. Okay. South Korean student eats a $120,000 banana artwork because he was hungry. <laughs> and so basically all this art piece was, was a banana duct tape to a wall. <laughs> Good segue from the Savannah bananas. Yeah. Okay. A banana stuck to the wall. Yeah. Just a yep. banana duct tape to the wall. That's all it is. $120,000. I'm like. And I could go down to Cash King and get a whole bunch yeah. of bananas and be a millionaire. Just go, I could just duct tape it to a piece of canvas and then you make you sell for a hundred thousand dollars. But anyways, uh, yeah, he ate it, he ate it for a hundred. He, 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 he guess he didn't have breakfast. He saw the banana <laughs> there, like hmm, and he ate it. Oh, Which man. I guess they're not the museum's not really you know you know doing anything because they say they they replace a banana every three days anyway because it goes rotten. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Is this a true story though? Yeah, yeah, it's a true story. Wow. Yeah. You know, art is so subjective. I've never been uh, I've never been into the at that kind of art. You know, pro wrestling is an art, you know, various but like art painting is always very fascinating to me, you know, because you see some of these pictures where like an artist literally just, you know, splashes Yeah. I mean it's just I mean paint on canvases and they're like, What? This is amazing art. I mean, and I did that art when I was in kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't get into the art really from that standpoint. The, the I do appreciate like drawing, you know, yeah. those kind of things. Yeah, but some yeah. skilled, but just somebody some of those throwing abstract. Yeah, yeah, art things are some just you know. I don't know who's. I guess. I guess you know, somebody likes it. I guess somebody likes it. You know, but I like you know. I like something that makes sense. Right. It's all subjective. We all, I mean, all facets, areas of life, I guess, if you will. So, all right. Any other stories over there, Funko Pro Greg Walden? Uh, nope. Hot takes. I have, like I said, I always waver between my canceling and resubscribing to various <laughs> streaming platforms. I am currently subscribed to, I got to cancel Netflix yeah. because I, I subscribed to Netflix to watch the Power Rangers 30-year episode, which was pretty solid, I think, overall. I don't remember if we reviewed that. Revolves a lot around the power, uh, the blue Power Ranger who was on there. The pink rat Power Ranger didn't make it on there. The original Red yeah. Ranger wasn't on there. So anyway, but it was pretty solid. And then I was always like, because I'm trying to find stuff when I'm working out, if I'm working out inside, something to watch while I'm spinning, et cetera, whatever it might be. So I got I got caught up in this one called The 100. Have you ever heard of that one? It's a no, sci-fi, apocalyptic I've never heard of it. type one. Um, but you know, here's, here's the thing about, uh, I don't know if you noticed or not, and this is what I believe. Give me your compact, uh, comments, give me your input reaction. If you're watching, listening, or, uh, later on is that like all these good episodes, what's interesting about like when you find a good TV show, have you ever noticed like the best seasons are like one, two, you know, if they're, yeah. let's say it's like six, seven or eight seasons. Usually the best seasons are like one, two, and three. And yeah. then after that, they're just making content to make content. Right. And, you know, you've like, they've already hit up. You basically, you already hit up all the main typos, arcs that you could hit up. And just like you just yeah. making filler after yeah. that. Because like the 100, basically what this is, is like the world was destroyed by nuclear bombs. Now they're on a spaceship. Yeah. But the spaceship is not designed to go for more than 100 years. So they're like, what are we going to do? Like the Earth is not livable. 
this ship is soon to be not livable. So then they send down 100 uh, criminals that are in jail. Uh-huh. They send them down back down to the earth to see if it's livable. Well, they get down there. It's breathable. They're able to live. But then they discover there's other people down there. Uh, and then they battle with them and then they find out there's people in a bunker and then they battle and then they figure out that AI destroyed the world. And then uh, eventually like into season three, like then they destroy the whole earth planet. Then they go into cryo. Then they come out of cryo. Then they go back to this other planet. Then they get to that planet and then they realize there's other people on that. Oh, planet. So it's basically repeating it's, the same It's just thing repeating yeah. the same storyline. Yeah. And then it's just, it's kind of goofy. So I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. I was a big, like lost is one of my all time favorite uh, episodes. I think they kind of did that as well. You know, it was like, they just rehash. So yeah. Yeah. yeah you I can say only... like three to four seasons is the sweet spot for right. majority yeah. of shows. Yep. It's it's really it's really hard for a, a series to remain successful after that. Day. I mean, a lot of them are only like one or two seasons. Like like Gilligan's Island is only like three, two or three seasons. And you, oh, that's yeah. yeah, true, yeah. yeah. And I wonder how they, as a writer, like because like for example, on the one hundred, did they really have they did, at the beginning? Did they really think it out seven seasons? Probably not. You know, Probably. I'm not convinced that they did. No, it's like. I mean, they create they a pilot, try to tie it know. all together, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, they have a general story, but then they create the pilot, and they say, "Okay, we like the pilot. We we order a season. They create a season, and then sometimes they 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 may have envisioned it maybe one or two seasons, but then all of a sudden the network it becomes really it becomes really super popular. Yeah, then like, oh crap, we got to come up with more seasons, and then they have to really run to make some stories. What's your favorite all time show, guys? What's your favorite all time show? Uh, first TV series, TV series, yeah. Oh go. goodness, there's a bunch. I of love Lost. I was big into Lost. You remember that one? My favorite one is oh, actually I, I'm old school. I like uh, my favorite is Little House on the Prairie. Okay, well that is I'm, old, that's school. old school. That's old. That's old school. What about those good old days of? Uh, I'm kind of a '90s kid. Um, Family Matters, Steve Urkel. Yeah, Family. I, I've been watching. I've watched Full some House. Episodes. I didn't like Full House. I didn't <laughs> like Full House. I thought it was kind of annoying. Yeah. It's interesting when you scroll back in the day to those. But Little House and Perry, I like uh, that. That's a good family wholesome uh, show, and it lasted what ten or ten seasons? Uh, no, uh, I think ten or eleven seasons somewhere. Walker, Texas Ranger. No. Yeah, now that's my that next. That's so that, I want to get. Yeah, I, I, that does, we were joking about that last night. That doesn't hold up well, though. I don't think like when you watch it today, you're kind of like, wow, this is kind of cool. I mean, it's got, it's got the eighties cheese. I mean, eighties was a cheesy. Was it eighties? I thought it was nineties. Yeah. Or was it in 80s? I thought. I don't know. Oh, wow, who knows. But it still has some cheese in it, you know. Obviously, that that you had that period of time we had a lot of cheese. I mean, it just you know, I mean, I look back on some of the even some of the cartoons I used to watch. Nineteen ninety three. Okay, show aired on CBS in the spring of okay. nineteen ninety three, with the first season consisting of three pilot episodes. Eight full seasons followed. So I would watch it though. Ninety three to two thousand one. Yeah, wow. I would watch it because you check Norris. Seems like. Kind of a long time, but not that long time ago. Two thousand one. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's twenty years 20 ago. Years ago yeah. I guess it feels older. Than but that. still, you still got that. It still has that. I mean, I mean, it's Chuck Norris. I mean, yeah, he's he's one of my favorite actors. So I mean, I, I would watch it. But yeah, like Matt Locke and yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot. Yeah. I guess I'm '90s is kind of my uh, teen years. I'm looking at Fresh Prince of Bel Air was in the '90s. There, there's some good ones. Yeah, Fresh Prince. Like. I liked Fresh Prince. Who is your favorite Fresh Prince character? Oh, Will Smith, definitely for sure. I'd be honest with you, I like Jeffrey. Je- Jeffrey was the Jeffrey the Butler. Movie. He's kind of like the oh the Butler. Yeah, he always yeah. had that wit. He always <laughs> had that witty that witty remark every time the the dad would say something, 
And he's like, oh, <laughs> oh Saved by the Bell. Yeah, yeah see, yeah. Saved by the Bell. I've mentioned that one before. That was in my sweet spot, 89 to 93. That was definitely in my sweet spot. The Nanny, my my wife loved that one. King of Queens is on this list here of top ones. Ellen, that back in the day. Um, Full House, I did mention that one. Third Rock from the Sun, never got into that one. Home Improvement, there you go. That was a yeah. big one. Fresh yeah. Prince Blair, Bel Air, we already mentioned yeah, that one. Like the Dukes of Hazard, A-Team. Yeah, that that's yeah. 80s there. Yeah, well, that's when I grew 80s, up. 80s that's when sure. I grew up. Yeah. That's true. We're yeah. a decade apart. So you're 80s, I'm 90s. Yeah. There you go. All right, spiritual talk. We'll wrap it up with some spiritual talk. What do you got cooking up? What's God doing in your life over there, Greg Walden, when it comes to old spiritual life, spiritual talk? Oh, I'm, I just been a... Uh... I just been uh, I got done with uh, I got done with that one book. I'm writing another book. I'm doing some uh, Christian fiction right now. Uh, just got done publishing a book a month or so ago. Then I'm I'm a third away doing another Christian fiction, and it's called uh, Legacy of the Fathers. Basically, it deals with uh, you know basically fathers and how you know being part of the family. And this you know, I don't want to ruin the plot too much, but it's kind of like the father who's always gone doing job stuff, working stuff. He's gone working, 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 and so his his family's kind of it's kind of you know, so his family's getting kind of thrown off, off, off whack. But it's kind of like one of those things where he doesn't want to be gone all the time, but because this financial situation, economics, where he's at, I mean, so his, his work takes a lot of his time away. But he, you know, so it's kind of a conflict, and the conflict of you know raising children in the in the public school system, as you know, it's, it's current, it's current day. So obviously, you know, you see what's going on in our public schools now, now. But so he's dealing with that. And so there's conflicts he has to, and eventually he'll have to make some decisions to adjust to yeah. be a better, you know, father for his children, right? For his family, right? You know, I've been really hyped up. I mean, I, I guess I should put a scripture verse so this doesn't sound so opinionated. But I've been preaching a lot from the book of Joshua in our local church. Yeah, that's a great book. Joshua six, seven, eight. Did I preach on yeah. nine? I was whatever. Seven and eight on Sunday, one in the morning, yeah. one in the evening. But again, uh, you know, I was really contemplating a lot on how God was always so concerned about one things was when they first go in the, after Jericho, then they go to attack AI. And I joked, you know, yeah. AI has been around since old Testament. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We thought it was 2023. AI was coming to attack. No, we realized it's old Testament. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I was talking about when they went to attack AI, they were defeated. And then one of the, th- one of the reasons or the primary reason, because Aiken took some of the devoted yeah. things. So Number one, things that should have been devoted to the Lord, obviously. But then secondly, some of those devoted things were like demonic things or right, things yeah. that they welcomed into the people of God. And so I'm really, man, you know, I, I guess I'm getting more political in my old age or things like that. But when it comes to transgender, some of these lifestyles, some of these ungodly things, uh, you know, I'm getting concerned, you know, more and more for our culture that we it's time to take our stand as the people of God, specifically in the life of the church and say, hey, these things are are not of God. They're not of the Lord. These things are not something that we should be that should have influence or even be accepted uh, in our life. You know, so I'm grateful. You know, with a lot of this transgender stuff, I'm grateful for people <laughs> rebelling against Target, Bud Light. Although I don't drink alcohol or any of those kind of things, but I do appreciate that. It seems like culture is kind of standing up and saying, like, we don't want this garbage. Right. I mean, in, in, in this probably a long there's probably a long discussion yeah. itself but i've i've done a lot of thinking about you know we i mean we you know i've been on facebook you see people like oh democrats or all the republicans or i said think about it and i mean this is probably going to be way off whack but but if you think about it what you know if you think about it 
And there's a reason why all this stuff's going on. I mean, politically, there's a reason why it's going on. I mean, yeah. but there's spiritually, but obviously we know who's behind it. Spiritually, I mean, obviously the devil's behind all this stuff that's going on. I mean, yeah. his handy works all in it. I mean, if he steals, kills, and destroys, I mean, that's what the Bible says, until it comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You see that, those three trademarks in what's going on in society, so that tells you the devil's hands in it. But, but you know, if we we think about all this stuff is, you know, we see all this stuff going on in culture, but it's not new. I mean, these evils existed since, you know, right. Adam and Eve time. So what's changed in America in the last 200 years? What's changed? I mean, the, there's always been politicians that, that you know, want to get, there's always been self-serving politicians. There's always been, there's always been evil. I mean, it's all, always existed. Yeah. But what's changed in the, in this country in the last 200 some years? Uh, lack of less truth. Less of following God's truth, less God. Well, the America, well, America's turned her back on God. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened. You know, that's, yep. America's turned her back on God in the last, you know, longer we've been alive. Yeah. I mean, they took the Bible out of, out of the uh, Bible and prayer out of school in the, in the 1960s. You yeah. know, this people are not on, you know, if you go back and look up a test back in 1903, you'll see a lot of Bible questions on tests in public schools. Yeah. I mean, there are tests there that I don't think any of us could pass. There were eighth grade questions that I don't think any of us could pass right now, yep. because the country's turning their back on God. But and then, what, but what is the ultimate? I mean, the ultimate obviously falls on on, on believers in the church because we have, and we you know where the you know where the you know the Holy Spirit resides in us, and one of the yep. jobs of the Holy Spirit is is a restrainer. If no, if no one, if the believers in the church ain't speaking out against the evil. Yeah. There's no restraint. And it's, right. Then it can go. Then 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 it can basically spread like a cancer. Yep. So that's what's changed. I mean, I'm not trying to be. I'm not. I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to say anti-church, but I'm saying trying to be the truth. I've been thinking yeah. about this for months. It's like we got to you know we speak up against the evil. Yep. You know. Yeah. You know. And, and say this is not acceptable. This you know LGBT lifestyle is not acceptable. It's it's an abomination of God. Call it for yeah. what it is. Yeah. Almost like, you know. And then say but but say that that. The, the solution to the problem in our country isn't electing Donald Trump, isn't electing Don, Don, Joe Biden, is getting this country back to Jesus and back to God. Yeah. That is the I, solution. I was listening to a, a YouTube video on the way here. It was the dude from Skillet, the lead singer. Yeah, John Cooper. That, yeah. He's hardcore, dude. Yeah. That guy's like speaking out big time. And I, and I love, the, the, you know, again, this is a longer discussion that we could have a series on, if you will. But he was really talking about, you know, the issue of standing for truth and righteousness in God, God's way versus being loving, you know? So what, you know, what he's kind of arguing is like, you know, he, like his daughter's going to school where mm -hmm. he said this true story where like his daughter has uh, someone in the university that identifies as a cat. Yeah. And so like, she has to, you know, refer to him as a cat because that's what he identifies at. And basically he's like, Hey, my, you know, we don't believe in this. We don't stand, you know, this not, but you know, like, well, then all of a sudden, if you take that stand, you're unloving. And he's like, and we as Christians, we've kind of backed away and we've let sin just step in and dominate all for the sake of like, well, we don't want to be unloving. So, you know, there's that that fine line that is it, it's a tough line to toe where it's like we have. Yes, we want to be loving the love of Christ, but we can't, you know, we can't be yeah. so loving to look to welcome the things that are not of God, demonic things, right. unholy things. Uh, begin to just fill our lives and be acceptable. Well, the, you could take you take that debate down. Like, okay, what's well, loving? You say you got to, you know, say your child, your children, about eight, nine years, well, nine years old now. Yep. Say your 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 stove's on, and Hezekiah's getting ready to go put his hand on top of the hot stove. 
And I, you're going to say, well, Hezekiah, please, it's not. You're going to say, get your hand away from the stove. Yeah. But, well, was that not loving? You're loving because you don't want him to hurt himself. Yes. He's getting ready to hurt his hand, and you're, I mean, yes, you're, you're, you might be more direct in your voice, but you're, you're that, that motivation is because you love your son and you don't want to see him get hurt. So when you tell a sinner, hey, stop, you're on your way to hell, that's not being unloving. You're, you're loving that person because you don't want to see them go to that bad place called hell. And you're saying yeah. there's, there's, there's a better way, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Now, obviously, we're not, you know, where do you know the, the the you know like one of the the you know the most well the most misused uh, verse in the Bible by by sinners is the judge you know it's Matthew seven was it Matthew seven one don't don't judge lest you be judged yeah sin, more sinners know that verse than Christians know John three sixteen because <laughs> I guarantee you, you go up tell anybody about Jesus they'll most sinner, lots throw of sinners will out. throw that right at your face yeah. and they don't know what the word judging is. It's like, I was like, I, I was like, I've even heard from, it's like, it's like judging is, you know, judging is like, if I'm, if I'm telling you to hold, if I'm saying you need to live up to my standards, that's judging. Cause you're, I'm comparing your righteousness versus mine, which I'm not righteous. I mean, right. none of us are, but if you're telling the truth of God, who God is the judge, who they will stand before one day, you're yeah. telling, so God is the judge. You're not judging them. You're telling the truth of God's word. And you know, God's word is, is truth. Whether you want to like it or not, whether you believe it or not, it doesn't matter. Yep. I mean, we, you know, you don't get a choice on what truth is. God says, this is the way, walk the in it. Yep. And so you're, you're loving that person because you know where they're headed if they, don't, if they reject Jesus Christ right. and they leave this world. And that's where the sense of urgency has to come in because, like, you know, we, you, you see people, young people getting killed. You know, like you, you see the news, like somebody got killed in a car wreck or you don't know, you might be the last person to talk to that sinner before they go to eternity. Yep. And if you just like, well, I, well, I, I don't, I don't want to sound loving. I won't tell my Jesus. And then they go and turn into hell. You just lost that opportunity. You may, yeah. they may have, you know, you may, wow. they, they may have responded to you. If you told them about Jesus, they may have responded yeah. and, and you could have, and they could have accepted Jesus and, and went to heaven. But you, because you didn't, you know, you held back. So yeah. I think it's more loving to tell somebody the truth mm. than it is to, than it is to like, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree. So very interesting topic. We could dive deeper into that, but just that aspect of come on church, it's time to rise up yeah. in the truth of God's word and proclaim it with authority, power, confidence, and all those kind of things. I, I hadn't mentioned this on the podcast, but if there's a couple podcasts I got into the last few weeks, Jordan Peterson, if you've ever heard of him, go check him out, man. He's got some great stuff on some of these topics. And then Matt Walsh, who does uh, documentaries and stuff like that? That dude's got some great stuff. And going going back to your your sermon about AI, and that's a very important sermon. I mean, that's a, a lot. There's a lot, lot of stuff you can take off that sermon. And uh, as a and this is for believers, is like is like I even like last week. I mean, because I'm, I'm a huge Zelda fan. I mean, yeah. For the longest time, you thought Zelda was a clean game. It's just. You know, venture game is you. My son was talking about Zelda stuff that I'm like, where did you get this knowledge and insight? You've been hanging around Greg Walden, but <laughs> I was. But they had that new, the new. Of course, they had Breath of the Wild come out. You know, back in 2017, and then a few weeks ago, they had the new uh, sequel to it, The Tears of the Kingdom. And so I was playing that because I, you know, like, well, Zelda is safe. I mean, I didn't think there's anything bad about playing Zelda. Well, I was playing that Zelda game, and I was, you're like, you go to this one area down a tower, and here's this is sound like it was a creepy dude. Yeah, and you broke a wall, and there was a demon statue, and it asked the guy to pray to it. I'm like, threw it in trash. Wow, threw it in trash. And I'm like, yep. I was so disgusted. Yeah. Like, this got this crap got into into the Zelda games. Like, yep. I can't even play it now. Yeah, like, that's that, and that's that. Yeah. That's the deal, right? They're just 
little by little, slide it in. Yeah, it's, it's you know, that influence, get, it's that, that satanic influence, which is prevalent in our society. It's like you think your favorite this or TV series, you think your favorite video game series is immune to it. No, it's not. Yeah. And so that's like, so, you know, some people are like, well, that's just a video game. No, it's like, this is, this is not right. Don't trash because you don't want. It's like if you even crack the door open for the devil, you might as well still the door right open. The same yeah. thing. Yeah, so you got to be really you know sensitive to that stuff and and not give him an inch. All right, guys, modern Christian dudes, dudes talking news, sports, and God. We're back at it for the summertime. A little more consistency will be coming from us as well as we're on the video. There, you can see myself, Uncle Pro, Greg Walden, Ben, Big Ben. He's not with us. He's wherever. But we'll talk to you guys <laughs> later. All right, have a good guys. All